0: All righty, hello again everyone and welcome to it, it's Friday, Friday is upon us, I'm Derek Hunter, this is the Derek Hunter podcast for the 13th, it's Friday the 13th, I'll never forget the first time I saw Friday the thirteenth is a different time then I don't know it was ten maybe. My sister Kelly, who's like four and a half years older than me, was babysitting and watching us. I don't know, my friend Rick was over, and Rick is the uh youngest son of my dad's been parent, my parents' best friends. Uh, my dad had been friends with his dad since kindergarten. And uh, he's we, we played hockey together. We, anyway, we were inseparable at that age. He's over spending the night, and my parents are out doing whatever it is parents did back then, and, and Friday the 13th was on HBO. And so my sister Kelly, being wildly irresponsible as a babysitter, let us watch Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th, It's a, It's the only thing that's really scary is the jumping out. The gore and everything. <laughs> I mean, now, I probably was freaked out a little bit by it at the time, but now it's, like, kind of cheesy. But anyway, if you've ever seen Friday the 13th, at the very end, the one chick, the uh, one counselor at Camp Crystal Lake survives and uh, kills Jason's mother, because Jason wasn't the killer in the first one. chops her head off, and uh, she collared. Her- clutching hand body collapses on the beach and um that chick must have swung that machete because i don't think that machete was super sharp but she because it had chopped up a lot of people up to that point um but uh, she must have swung that thing hard to take that head clean off anyway the girl then gets into like a little fishing boat rowboat kind of thing and goes out onto camp crystal lake and falls asleep in the boat wakes up in the morning with her arm dangling in the water to see police on the shore she had survived the night now once you cut the head off the killer it's pretty much a foregoing conclusion you're going to survive the night because you you killed the killer but my sister is sitting there watching us we're all three on one couch and uh she's dangling her arm in the water and my sister goes "Eh, that's pretty much it that's that's pretty much the the movie and so rick and i kind of unclench relax a little bit foolishly believing my sister would not be a bad person i try to scare the the hell out of a couple of 10 year olds then jason the body of jason whatever jumps out of the water uh, from behind and grabs this girl and pulls her overboard it's a one last sort of ah moment and uh, I think she ends up, the girl ends up getting killed at the beginning of part two by Jason. So she, it was like a dream or whatever. But anyway, the uh, it scares the hell out of you. Now, at the second that that happened, my sister, having already seen the movie, slams her hands down on both of our legs. Right at the moment that just couldn't have been more perfectly timed. And gives a... Ah! At that moment. Now, we nearly crapped our pants. Nearly crap that, that was my first experience with Friday the 13th, the movie. Ah, uh, good times, good times. Anyway, let us get on with the program. I'm sure you've seen. Now, they made like 10 of those movies. None of them were particularly good. They are just ridiculous. They eventually got around to like, Jason's pretty superhuman. We, I think one of the movies, I didn't... I probably saw like seven of them, but um, one of them was like, we got to find Jason. He's got the cure for everything in his body because of his healing abilities. Like the dude is literally had, his, like, I think he might've had his head chopped off. He's definitely had a machete to the head. He, he did all right with that. Just, just FYI. Okay. So there's a lot going on. Don't forget about the weekend F and review tonight at midnight patreon.com slash Podcast or DerekHunterLocals.com, And if you'd like to uh, sample it, the first one's free kid, the drug dealer model. You can email me, DerekAllenHunter at gmail.com. Just put uh, WIFR in the subject line like John did. I'm looking at through my email. There's the first one I found. John. John, you'll be getting the Week in Evan review in your email. It'll be a lower quality version. You won't really notice unless you like dog ears, but it just has to be small enough to be emailed. Okay, let us get out. It's not often that I, uh, really even anymore that I even talk about The View, but the ladies on The View, if you can call them ladies on The View, they had an interesting exchange uh, yesterday about this situation in Israel, it's kind of funny. It's really kind of amazing to me that these people function this way. And it's not often, and in fact, it's never where you'll hear me say a kind word about uh, some of these people. Anna Navarro being chief among them because she's a terrible human being. She's one of those people that, I'm a conservative. Oh, no, I don't like Donald Trump. Therefore, I will uh, forsake everything I used to believe in. I get it. You hate Donald Trump. But everything, everything you used to believe in now is suddenly like I'm the exact opposite for it. Uh, she's she's two steps short of just performing abortions on live television to, I don't know why, but it seems like that's what she's on her way to do. I'll show those Republicans. What? That you're an idiot? Like, I get it. We we all get it. You're an idiot. But anyway, she was shockingly pointing out how Hamas is a terrorist organization. Now, I want you to listen to this clip because it's instructive. This isn't really even about Israel and Hamas, so to speak. This is instructive of how the liberal mindset works. There really isn't There are some people, but not sane people, certainly not good people, who look at this situation and try and find moral equivalence. Rashida Tlaib is a prime example. She's a bad person. Oh, no, I'm against the murder of anybody on every side. Well, (laughs) one side's doing it deliberately as like their plan. It's not like, oops, it was an accident. No, this is their plan. They did it deliberately. There's no mistaking this. Uh, And so Rashida Tlaib tries to equivocate. AOC tries to... All the members of the Goon Squad try to equivocate. But on The View, surprisingly, they didn't. Or at least Anna Navarro didn't. Now, I want you not to to listen to what Anna Navarro says, but also listen to the audience. The View's typical audience is a whole bunch of women who... Like trained barking seals, applaud Democrat talking points at every opportunity. It doesn't matter; they just go absolutely crazy. Oh yeah, you say something, got it. And those Republicans are just terrible. And the audience goes woo 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 woo. They act like an old Arsenio audience in the dog pound. They don't do it in this case. They act like they're in a library, really.
1: But also on the Biden thing, you know the 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 speech there was a lot of things he said which were very important there was also something he didn't say which was very important there's been many attacks on Israel before there's been many issues in that region before and always the the response from around the world has been to Israel have restraint yesterday nobody was telling Israel to have restraint because you cannot call on Israel to have restraint when 1,200 at least of their citizens have been slaughtered in the savage, inhumane, cruel, medieval way that they have been killed. And so, look, we're about to see much more carnage. It's going to get incredibly painful. The only people that are to blame for this is Hamas. Hamas is going to be the ones culpable for what's going to happen in Gaza. They are holding Gaza hostage.
0: Now, right there, the the Hamas are the only ones responsible for That would normally be where an audience of human beings (laughs) who aren't trained SEAL leftists would applaud, right? That's the point. Somebody says something about a terrorist organization in a negative way, that usually elicits applause. But the view audience is silent. The view audience has nothing to say. It's rather weird, isn't it? Now, of course, being a gaggle of, and I believe that is the technical legal term for the group of morons that gather on the view, being a gaggle of idiots that they are, they have to, somebody has to counter that. Now, how do you counter that? What do you do to counter this? This is what's amazing to me is that, you know, the, where, what is the counter argument? Terrorism is bad. Well, I uh, play devil's advocate here. I'm going to take an, a, a different point of view and like, wait, what? Huh? That's just how the left is. Is Well, Republicans are in favor of this, therefore I'm against it. It doesn't really matter what it is. They try and equivocate. They try to find ways to explain away what is inconvenient to them. So <sighs> in steps... Of course, they have to, these ladies, they have to claim somehow. They have to bring it back home. They have a brand that needs to be protected. I'm not sure why anybody would want to protect this brand, but the brand is Republicans are bad. And so that Anna Navarro, after making sense for a second, realizes, oh, my God, I'm making sense. I need to keep my contract here because I'm otherwise unemployable. And she then turns to this idea about money and the $6 billion that the Biden administration is giving back to Iran, that he didn't have to give back his ransom payment for five Americans. And she she has to... Claim this is some sort of right wing talking point and don't listen to it.
1: Somebody gave them money and the, weaponry, but it wasn't it? it wasn't. it wasn't. Let me uh, clarify that yeah. because some people are talking about six billion. I just heard Congressman Jas- Jack of Florida, who ha- just came out of a briefing, said that not one cent of the six billion had moved. Right. In other words, that's a right wing talking point that we should not, you know, fall but for. But that why? doesn't
2: change the fact that Iran very likely did back this. Hamas does not have the sophistication to carry out an yeah. attack like this without. Finance. we don't know, know that mean, we will think, hopefully we said, will we don't know that but I, and and i just i want to say i heard a lot of the things that you heard that everybody
0: heard uh, it's sunny houston she'll come into play in a second but you got to love that that's a right-wing talking point the money hasn't moved some democrat came out of a meeting and said the money hasn't moved it's still sitting in qatar that's a prime argument for going to get it making sure it doesn't get to iran but if you know you're coming in to six billion dollars six million dollars sixty thousand dollars and you're sitting around thinking about buying a car you go i'm gonna come into uh, i don't know if i can afford a car oh wait a second i uh the lottery offices don't open until monday and on monday i get to take my winning lottery ticket in there and cash it in for a ton of money so it's Saturday. I don't technically have the money, or I—I I, I, it's tough financially. It's tight right now, but come Monday, I'm gonna have to hell with it. I'm gonna go buy the car now. It knowing that the money is coming frees up. If you're gonna get six billion dollars, you got six billion extra. Do- well, that money was earmarked. It's only allowed to be used for humanitarian causes. Oh, yeah, okay, well then, whatever money they they decide to label as humanitarian causes, whatever they were going to spend, it frees them up with $6 billion that they were already going to spend on something else, maybe, knowing them, probably terrorism already. But it's interesting that none of these people understand the concept of money being fungible. If you give somebody a bunch of money, don't, don't, here, I'm going to pay your food bill this month, as long as, I'm going to give you money for food, all the money that you're going to eat, for food, but you can't use that money to buy weapons to attack your neighbor, okay? Well, the money that I had budgeted for food is now mine to do with whatever I so please, including buying weapons with which to attack my neighbor if I so choose, right? My food is taken care of. I'm not technically using your money to... It's like having a swimming pool. It's so bizarre that anybody can't figure this out. It's having a swimming pool or a bathtub and putting a a cup of water in there or a big bucket of water in there and saying, you can swim in this pool, but you just can't swim in this water. Huh? Well, it's all in there. Don't splash this water out of the pool. You can splash the rest of the water out of the pool, but don't splash this water out of the pool. There's no way to prove it. There's no way to track it. It doesn't matter. I've used money that I was going to use for something else. Now I'm going to use your money for that, technically, even though it's all just money in my pocket. And then I'm going to take the other money and and use it for terrorism. They don't get it. The ladies at The View are not smart enough to grasp this. Then comes Sonny. Now, Sonny is a lawyer, allegedly, a lawyer i don't know who would hire her to do anything but somebody apparently did and then they hired her to put her on tv she makes her living as a uh, grievance grifter that's non-stop what she is her whole shtick is her skin color and claiming victimhood because of it that comes into play in this clip but it is a pathetic example first off she says that gaza did not vote in Hamas they did 2006 Israel pulls out 2007 they hold an election and guess who won that election Hamas. Now, she tries to claim that they haven't had an election since 2007. Yeah, because they elected totalitarian douchebags. And it turns out that totalitarian douchebags ain't big on regular elections. You give them power and they uh, they don't like to let go of it. You know? Now, Hitler was elected And then he just seized power and refused to let it go. And there weren't any more elections, that sort of mentality. It's kind of weird, the parallels between the Palestinians and the Nazis. It's almost as though they're Nazis as well. But it's just one of those things, which again, when the left says Donald Trump is Hitler, Donald Trump is a totalitarian, he did give up power. He did go. He didn't chain himself to one of the pillars at the White House or anything like that. He was exercising legal options, and that is to them an outrage because it offended them. It was against them. But I want you to listen to this moron on The View. She doesn't realize that this is what they voted for. And oh, by the way, since 2007, since Hamas hasn't had elections, there has not been a popular uprising demanding elections or an underground or a resistance or anything like that to the ruling hamas people by the way all the leadership of hamas lives in qatar or in europe they are filthy rich just like yasser arafat died with a billion dollars and did he What is it is it book royalties was it the sales royalties for the scarf thing that he wore in his head no he embezzled the money the leadership of hamas steals the money they live like kings. They drive Ferraris and Lamborghinis and live the life of Riley in other places whilst ordering other people to their deaths. It goes back to what I always say about the uh, the terrorist recruiter, the suicide bomber recruiter, where you're like, uh, if it's such a clear pathway to heaven, if it's great straight to paradise, if I blow myself up in this market full of children, why are you in your 50s recruiting me? Why didn't you do this? Why wouldn't you do it? I'll, I'll take over, I, me, the 23-year-old, I'll take over the recruiting duties from you and you go get to paradise. It's gotta be bothering you that you're not in Well, we're not dealing with very bright people. We're dealing with people who, much like the education system here in the United States, is no longer designed to educate, teach people how to think It's more about teaching people what to think and making them into victims so that the Democratic Party can have blindly loyal voters for eternity. The same thing over there. The education system is not all that interested in teaching people how to think. It is about teaching people what to think and making sure that when you learn that you're Hamas leaders live in luxury in Qatar and throughout the capitals of Europe knee-deep in whores and cash and blow they live in like Hunter Biden you don't care they don't want you to process that and think wow that's hypocrisy this is no they want you to hate the Jews hate the Jews they want you to override everything by hating the Jews like I've always said like was the thesis in my book emotion overrides logic now if you can keep people from obtaining logic in the first place it's really easy to get them to override what little bit they have through nature anyway listen to sunny here she is uh she's a piece of something
2: but what we and and i i understand anger that that there is there but we need to also recognize that the palestinians that are there now that are descendants of refugees have not had a democratic election since 2007 yeah. okay They're that's because of hamas they did not that's vote hum- in because East of hamas currently yes. vote in okay. hamas and so when you look at international human rights law i'm just putting my legal hat on this is not the sunny hat i understand the anger but when you decide to retaliate collectively against a people that is also in violation of human rights law. So we, at, human so we have to look at So we shields. The Israelis are warning all of the civilians. We have But the Israelis warn the civilians, we're coming in, yes. get out of the area. You know, yes. Hamas, and Hamas did nothing of the kind. They, they did nothing to, of the kind. I country. agree. They, and children. they must continue Listen, to do that. The problem is that Hamas runs Gaza. They are occupied
1: by Hamas.
0: They must continue. Israel warns us about you. They must continue to do that. Why? Why do they have to do that? Why do they have to give a heads up? Hey, if you're having a sandwich with a terrorist leader, you're you're complicit. You If you get blown in half because you're sitting there having dinner with uh, Osama bin Laden, so be it. Who cares? Sorry about that. No, not sorry about that. There's something wrong with you. You've chosen to hang out with terrorists. You're either cool with what they do or you're not cool with what you do. If you're cool with what they do, you have dinner with them or lunch with them. If you're not cool with what they do, you don't go and become friends with them. You don't let your kids become friends with them. You don't hang out with them. They must continue to do I'm just putting on my legal hat. I'm just putting on my legal hat. I don't think your helmet is very protective. I think you've suffered some deep tissue injuries in your head. It's amazing listening to these people. And the rest of the view is like, that doesn't make any sense. And of course, the crowd is sitting silent because they, they rarely see these women disagree. Uh, they're not sure. What what are we supposed to applaud here? Tell us what we... They're waiting for the applause sign to come on, going, please, God, producer, hit the applause sign. I don't know what I'm supposed to be. Am I supposed to be happy about the slaughter of Jews or not happy about the slaughter of Jews? Could somebody clarify for me, please? It's all very confusing. Sonny's playing... These are the, the descendants of refugees. Okay, um, if you're... How many generations back do we have to go where your ancestors been through here? No, swear a little bit where your ancestors been through some shit. That you no longer carry that burden with you. All right. How long, how much time has, has to pass? Because with the left, they dine out on this well, slavery has really messed up this country. Slavery is still impacting the African-American community today. How? Because I can say that uh, if I believe that, the way that I would think that it is impacting the community today is because of it, you Democrats constantly tell black people that the entire system is rigged against them they can't get ahead and don't bother trying. That is not really impact That is exploitation. There's a difference. You're exploiting something that happened rather than an actual genuine impact that occurs in nature. Just saying. That seems to me to be how it is. But I'm sure it's a hate crime to point it out. I'm sure it's uh, not allowed. It's a horrible, horrible thing to say and blah, blah, blah. But I just wanted to point out what the left is doing and where they are. Maybe we'll get into I don't know. Maybe I, I've got more to say, but uh, we're going to move on. So maybe I'll touch on that on the week in FN Review. There's a couple of other things that are going on out in the world today. The Washington Post is laying off 240 employees because they're going to lose 100 million dollars this year now it's kind of funny because I, I, I thought at the time when jeff bezos bought it he was the richest man in the world and he still won two or three it doesn't really matter it depends on the day where amazon stock is you got that kind of money <laughs> it doesn't really matter how much you got on any given day or where you rank but he bought it for 250 million dollars that was a tiny percent. he bought it in cash And he bought it personally. And so he's been operating this. And it's losing $100 million a year. Jeff Bezos can't afford that. It's like, what, a a thousand years or a hundred years or something like that with his net worth? If that just kept going at that pace, it's like a super yacht, one of his super yachts. But his fiance, what did Dolly Parton famously say, it costs a lot of money to look this cheap. His fiance, I don't know. His wife was was very good looking, uh, liberal as the day is long, but very good looking. His uh, girlfriend that he cheated on her with or left her for or whatever the hell it was, um, not attractive at all. She looks like a flotation device, and a bad one because while the air definitely made it to the chest, it also made it to the lips. She, she looked like she's having a a reaction to shellfish. Like I don't know what the hell's going on there. Anyway. He's got the money and he doesn't want to keep ponying it up for this rag. So they're going to get rid of 240 employees. Now, Eric Erickson, my friend Eric, he tweeted out 240 employees are going to lose their job. So Jen Rubin can still get a salary to write the stupidest shit to appear in any major newspaper in America. And so Taylor Lorenz can do her thing. It's true. It's true. I thought, and I think a lot of people there at the paper thought that being owned by somebody with $150 billion net worth was insulation from impact from market forces. It didn't matter. You just do your activism. You don't have to worry whether or not there are consumers for it. I think the editors act that way. I'm not sure that the writers in the, uh, Metro section, which I think is losing most of these people, are really the problem. I think it's the national news that is turning off the audience. But that's where the agenda lives, and Bezos is a leftist. So what are you going to do? So I responded to Ari said, tough but fair. Still, the odds that the people being laid off would have ended up being just as bad, if not worse, are very high. And yes, They will, because that's the problem with the Washington Post. It is an appendage of the Democratic Party. It is a rag. It is the town crier. It is Pravda. People don't want to read Pravda. People read Pravda because if you didn't read Pravda in the Soviet Union, something bad would happen to you. They'd wonder what the hell you had to subscribe to Pravda because why aren't you subscribing to government propaganda? Where are you getting information from? So you got Pravda and you made sure to crumple up the pages when you threw it away so it looked as though you'd read the damn thing. Kind of like the New York Post is. So it couldn't happen to a nicer group of people. That's a shame. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Uh, remember the liberal reporter, Josh Kruger, who was shot and killed last week by a, uh, <clears throat> he's a BL, the reporter was a BLM activist as well. Well, it turns out that the guy, he knew the guy who shot him. Andy, no reports, because uh, DA Larry Krasner up in Philadelphia tweeted out, Josh Kruger lifted up the most vulnerable and stigmatized people in our communities. Particularly unhoused people living with addiction. They're patronizing or lionizing, and uh, this guy. Well, Andy No reports: quote, Breaking Update, the family of the wanted black teen accused of shooting dead leftist journalist Josh Kruger says Kruger groomed him for sex for uh, using drugs, meth, starting when he was 15. Josh Kruger was a BLM advocate who worked for the Philadelphia Office of Homeless Services. Investigators have also suggested to the local media that child porn was found on Kruger's phone and that the disturbing content was turned over to the special victims unit. Always wait to find out what's going on. The truth is never what they tell you at first. The truth is never what they tell you, even within 24 hours. When the truth is embarrassing to the left, they will wait as long as they possibly can for the truth. And the truth when there, I'm not really sure it's known just yet. But damn, it's not shaping up to be good. Not shaping up to be good at all. Speaking of not good, I love this. Every once in a while, there are community notes where you're like, this is a chef's kiss moment. A mwah moment. Malcolm Nance. The uh, MSNBC contributor who uh, like ran over to fight with Ukrainians for a while and allegedly did, I don't know if he did or not, but he allegedly did, he's out there, he's a big-time lefty. He was like, shocked that Black Lives Matter was siding with the terrorists in Israel. Like it, it, Leftists don't pay attention. They they They're tone-deaf to anything that is unhelpful to them. So the racism on their own side, the bigotry on their own side, they're just tone-deaf to it. They tune it out. Well, talking about uh, special forces being deployed allegedly to Israel, Malcolm Nance comes in with, Please embrace realism. I developed the original U.S. Navy terrorist hostage survival program. Gaza is a dense captive environment situation closer to Beirut, 1983. Mosul, Raqqa, or Fallujah. No SOF. SOF is uh, Special Operation Forces. No SOF will be fast roping from helicopters into rescue hostages. Rescue hostages by winning the battle and taking ground faster than terrorists can run, kill, or move them. Now the community notes, my friend Sean Parnell pointed this out, uh, brought this to my attention. Um, The community notes where readers add context and you have to cite it. It can't just be, this ain't true, this is crap. You have to actually cite it. The uh, community notes reads hostage rescue was a core task of U.S. Special Forces since the Vietnam War. Malcolm Nance didn't develop any hostage rescue program for the U.S. Department of uh, Defense. Op Ivory Coast and Op Eagle Claw predated his service by decades. Meaning it's, it's just he's full of crap. I do love it when the left is called out, when people who appoint themselves morally superior to everybody else um, get called out, get pointed out, their hypocrisy, their fraud, because it's so much of what these people are and what these people do. It needs to be called out every single time. And lastly, the uh, it's funny, Larry Summers yesterday was like, Boy, um, uh, Harvard had thirty two student organizations sign on to a letter condemning Israel right after the attack, condemning Israel and embracing Hamas, embracing terrorism. And there was outrage, as there should have been, as these little privileged pieces of crap where like the ethnic based groups I talked about the, uh, the Hindu students or whatever the hell it was yesterday can't even remember there's so much stupid going on well um businesses are now looking they want to know like i said who who, who's in these members we don't want to hire these people and there's a giant scramble to protect themselves and the defense is we didn't know what we were signing we didn't know what the group was doing we didn't know what was going on One student wrote back to Bill Ackman, who is a big Wall Street hedge fund guy. I'm a Harvard Law student, so I know many members had no say in whether their orgs signed the letter. Many weren't even notified that their orgs were considering doing so. No need for this level of harassment when Bill Ackman said, boy, I'd really like to know who these people are so I don't hire them and other CEOs would like to know. So Ackman writes this back, and it's a long tweet, but it's worth noting because there's important lessons in here for all you little crumb crunchers out there in college. Not you guys listening because you're you're not idiots, but you're idiot friends. Mm, if you really like them, try to we just mention this to them. You can't make them take the medicine. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it not stupid. So some advice for students, Ackman writes. If an organization of which you are a member puts out a public statement you disagree with, you have a few choices. You can stay silent and have the entire world conclude that you stand by the statement, convince the other members of the group to withdraw or otherwise modify the statement so that it can reflect the views of all members, or you can resign in protest. Claiming that you had no involvement or knowledge of the statement but remaining a member of the organization without it withdrawing the statement is perhaps the worst of the alternatives as it appears to simply be an attempt to avoid accountability while continuing to be a member of the organization. If you were, a managing, if you were managing a business, would you hire someone who blamed the despicable violent acts of a terrorist group on the victims? I don't think so. Would you hire someone who was a member of a school club who issued a statement blaming lynchings by the KKK on the victims? I don't think so. Would you want them to be associated with your law firm? Of course not. It's not harassment to seek uh, to understand the character of the candidates that you are considering for employment. In fact, as CEO, it is your obligation to do so on behalf of all the other employees in your company, the clients and customers it serves, and all of your other stakeholders. I have heard that the above inquiries made some members of the group which put out the statement feel unsafe, a word that is sadly overused in universities today. Ask yourself how unsafe would feel in Israel beginning Saturday early morning and how unsafe it feels now. Ask yourself how unsafe your Jewish classmates feel when 32 clubs publish a statement assigning sole responsibility for the heinous, deadly acts of terrorism to Israel and the Jews. Experience is making mistakes and learning from them. If you have made a mistake, acknowledge it and immediately correct your mistaken actions. Public statements made by organizations of which you are a member can have a material negative impact on your reputation. I have learned from experience that the best time to fix a mistake is now, end quote. Amen. Words to live by. Words to live by. And a lesson here, you can put the, the more you know music in there, the more you know, bloom, bling, bloom, bling, bling. But that's the truth. Self-inflicted wounds are the deepest. And the easiest to recover from if you recognize them as such. But the longer you take to acknowledge them, the deeper the scar sets in. These people don't deserve your mercy. These people don't deserve your understanding. They're idiots. If nothing else, maybe they're not bigots, but they're idiots. Would you hire someone knowing full well they're an idiot? Right at the top of their resume, they misspell their own name? I don't think you would. This is even worse than that it's a red flag or a red black and white flag or whatever the hell the palestinian terror flag is don't hire them anyway that's enough for today that's enough for almost this week you get the weekend f and review tomorrow it's gonna be something telling you have an awesome awesome friday and uh, hopefully see you tonight at midnight or uh monday have a great one